Today on Warrior Wednesday, I'm going to be interviewing Charin. She is a cosmic quantum traveler. She's going to help you understand your ancestral DNA and how it relates to your challenge in this three dimension. How by going into the quantum, you can overcome and heal, leaving all those icky stickies in the past and working from a neutral now. Today on the Cosmic Valkyrie Podcast. You're listening to the Cosmic Valkyrie. I'm your host, Lynn Louise. My Dharma is to help you through rapid recovery from past trauma. My rapid recovery method will call your voice back home so you can reconnect with your inner wisdom and trust, moving you from observer to creator and manifesting the life that you've always desired. I combined ancient healing and wisdom with subconscious reprogramming to help you ascend and align with your higher purpose. You will integrate with your cosmic consciousness to create the expansion and success you came to Earth to experience. I'm honored you're here. Before we get started, let me state my standard disclaimer that all the answers on this podcast and in general are for informational and educational purposes only, and in no way a substitute for individual medical or mental health advice. Before we dive in headfirst into this awesome conversation with Charin, I want to ask a personal favor. If you would, please leave a good review on iTunes, because this helps the algorithms to find the Cosmic Valkyrie podcast. And together, we can transform more lives. Welcome back for another Warrior Wednesday. Today, I have an amazing guest on. She's super cosmic. She has made such an impression on my life. She's been an inspiration to me, and I just wanted her to come on and share her story. Sharon, can you just introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about who you are, who you serve, what you do. Thanks, Lynn, for having me in here. And I'm really glad to be speaking to your audience because I feel their hearts. And I know that the work that you're doing is amazing. So thank you for doing what you do. My passion and my life purpose is I help people dismantle their inner beliefs from the DNA out so that they can live their true potential and be in their true power. The way that I came to that was I was a little girl about 10 and here I am sitting under a staircase. I'm scared. I'm scared that as soon as I come out every day at school that I was going to be bullied, that someone was going to take me and use me against another. That's how every break time is for me as a 10 year old. It all started in my French classroom and I'm sitting there at my desk. All the students are just sitting quietly and my French teacher, it's my French classroom, she walks past and she waves her hand across her face. And here I am, just one Indian Asian that is amongst all these white faces. And she's signifying with, as she waves her hand across her face that I smell. I remember in that moment, all the kids looked at me. It began right there in that moment. The bullying started and every day, I remember I'd get in the car with my mom and I'd cry 
I said to her, I said, it's happening every day. I, I feel so, you know, discriminated. I feel so like there's so much injustice. And why, why are these children treating me this way? In that moment, she said to me, she said, you know, there's people out there that get treated like this and they make it and they make it and they turn it around and they make it such that it's from a deep knowing inside of them that there's something else that they can touch and that can create magic in their lives. And when I heard that and the contrast of having experienced the things I do in school, the bullying, the injustice, all of that, and at the same time hearing about how people are getting in touch with this knowing and being able to actually overcome obstacles in their life, that was, as a little girl, just intrigued me so much. And I carried that with me. And then at 11, I'm watching TV and on TV comes a lady that she's talking about how she's afraid on the news, talking about how she's afraid of sitting on a toilet seat because she's afraid she's going to get the AIDS virus. And that moment I realized there's people out there, I can feel them feeling injustice, feeling discrimination, feeling like they're suffering. And here I am noticing this in my own life. And in that moment, I went upstairs. I sat down on my desk. I took a piece of paper out. I literally remember what that piece of paper looks like. And I sat down and I wrote down at the top of it, what I'm going to be when I grow up. And I wrote down two things. One of them was that I want to work for the World Health Organization and eliminate disease. And the second, that I want to be an astronaut and go out into outer space. And then here I am at 18 and I'm the oldest child of the Asian Indian family. And I'm in Malaysia because that's where I grew up. And there's nowhere to go other than to go overseas and study. And here I am feeling this knowing that I need to go and do this, like go and explore. That knowing that I knew that there is something out there, I wanted to go and explore that because I knew that that was my channel to get to how to help people with the suffering. And so I decided to go all the way around the world to go to Canada and study cell biology. And I remember my mom, the day I was leaving, why can't you just be a secretary? Because she really wanted me to stay. I just said to her, I have to go. Because I had that such a deep knowing that I, it was a calling to go. So I completed my degree. And so got my, got my BSc in, in cell biology. And I was like, okay, I need to, there's still something. I found out that there was a course in London, a master's in human genetics. And I went and completed that because I felt that that's where my answers were going to be of why people suffer in the DNA. And so I continued then to go work with in the laboratory for 13 years. My job you know, in the laboratory was really to find out what was wrong with people in the DNA. Like they would come with genetic disorders. I would look at the DNA. I would take the DNA out of the cells, look at it, and find out what little changes, like a little needle in a haystack, trying to find out what the little changes were that were wrong. And give that information to the doctors so that they could then prescribe medication to these patients who were really, really ill. They were suffering. They were feeling hopeless. They were feeling like doubt whether they were ever going to get better. And I realized that it wasn't just the science. It was a science and spirituality that come together. Nature and nurture coming together. It was that, the tangible and the intangible coming together to create 
a catalyst for magic, for miracles, to help people out of suffering, to help people out of their own hopelessness, feeling like they can never get out of something and feeling stuck, constantly stuck, that that was the key. And then I realized that note that I'd written as a 10-year-old, working for the World Health Organization to help eliminate disease. And here I was feeling like that's my answer. And number two was to be an astronaut. And that was to go outside into space and find something. Cause it was like, you know, Star Trek is another frontier out there. It's like, I gotta go get it. But actually what I'd done in my life was go inside. I went from the cells, I went to the DNA, and now my work is really to go even beyond that into the quantum realm and work with that, bringing science and spirituality. Just to combine those two is where the miracle then happens. Because in the quantum world, things are available to us beyond time and space. There's a couple of things in your story that really resonate with me. We have these beautiful dreams. We have these beautiful ideas that happen when we're very young. And for most of us, we put them away. We forget about them. And we start moving towards what people think that we should do. Listen to what they think we should do for ourselves. But you wrote that down on the paper and it was a statement. You planted your flag and you didn't let up. You traveled halfway around the world or all the way around the world to achieve what you had written down, that dream that you had planted from a very early age. And that's so amazing that you stayed so connected to it because of the open heart that you have. It was about helping others heal and you were going to do everything in your power to get there. I love this connection when you're going deeper and deeper into the cell, into the DNA, and it becomes that vastness. It becomes that space travel, that exploration, and the dichotomy between going deeper into the physical body and going deeper into the soul, the consciousness to awake it, not only for yourself, but for others. When you have that realization, for lack of better word is air quote cure that you're going to offer the world was, how did it feel for you? That's a great question. For me, when I feel that, remember that note that I written, that was a contract with the universe. I get goosebumps because I feel like that is like my mission accomplished. There's always room for improvement. There's always new unfoldings. There's always evolution. But that feeling is right here, right now. And I feel I'm on point with my mission. When you heal from your past, when you're able to let it go, you are able to really step into that Dharma. You gain a clarity and a knowing of why you truly are here and living in that place, in that moment, in every step you take with confidence that you're going in the right direction. When you share your story, it is with such a huge open heart. It's compassionate. It shows that you came to this earth and you want to be in this earth to help others. It is completely obvious. How is it that you are helping others through your own entrepreneurship? I work one-to-one with people as well as working with group membership that I have. And in all of those cases, I teach people how to step from going, feeling that stuckness, feeling that hopelessness, 
and doubt in their life of whether they're, they always feel like there's something out there they're trying to reach but never able to reach. Those two things collapse and they come to the point where they feel completely neutral. That's where the infinite possibilities occurs. You see, because when we're talking the realm of the space, internal space, we're talking about quantum physics, we're talking about infinite possibilities. And there's so much available for each and every person in every moment beyond time and space. So no matter what the past has been, in the present moment, people can shift to where the trajectory of their life reflects their neutrality in the moment rather than what showed up for them in the present. Because most people live their life feeling like their past is being projected into the future. And so they're constantly living in the moment feeling like the past is going to play out in the future. So the way that people, when they work with me, what happens is the past no longer, for whatever issue they're working with, the past no longer has any impact on the present moment. And so that their trajectory for the future is not representative of the past. It's a representation of pure potential that's aligned to their divine truth. And that's what can show up for people. It is so important for people to let go of that past. And my listeners often hear me talk about living from the present. When you're living from past trauma, the subconscious, it's going to base every decision that you're making on past experiences. And most of the time, it's the bad experiences, and it's going to help you make decisions from that in order to try and keep you safe. But knowing that the past no longer exists and that you can make decisions based on now to project you forward is such a powerful place to be. When women and men are working from struggle, when they're working from pain, often, like in my case, I knew I was always meant for more, but I didn't know what that was. I didn't know how I was going to get there. I struggled day to day and it landed me in a corporate America position, working as a corporate American executive. And when I hear what you do for people, I can reflect back on that. And that day that I was looking out my office window and realized that I'd climbed the wrong mountain. I also knew that I was meant for more. What did it mean? What did that mean? Where was I supposed to go? How was I supposed to change? I knew I couldn't stay where I was. Like I was so afraid of what was coming. But taking that step, making that decision, I'm going to make changes and I'm going to take my own healing into my own hands brings you closer to your dharma every day. And it's people like you that are doing the work to take others by the hand, allow them to let go of their past, really heal those wounds that might not even be present in their life today on a conscious level in order to really step into that knowing that. I am meant for more and I can have the life of my dreams. I can live my higher purpose. We don't teach children how to live their higher purpose or to live in their cosmic power. We teach them, the world teaches them how to play small, how to stay trapped. That work like yours is so impactful because it not only impacts the individual, but it allows them to impact all the lives that they come in contact with. And I think it's also, you know, I have to say that your work, like with working with hypnotherapy and and going into the unconscious and working with those beliefs is just as powerful. And we're all doing, we're all on the same path to help people 
ask your listeners to move from that place to where they can shift and become empowered. Ultimately, whichever way they choose, they are the ones that have got that inside of them. They're the ones that got the key that's going to be unlocked to get to where they need to get to. And whatever way they choose, it's the one that's going to allow them to unlock it. And, and I think the important thing to remember here for, for everyone is that magic is inside of them. And it's not that it's not there, that the potential that they want to unlock isn't there. It's something out there. It's not. It's right here in the present moment. It's literally a small click of the lock and it's there. It's just remembering how to do that. We all have everything that we need to do this already. Mm -hmm. That is just beautiful. How can the audience connect with you? Well, they can go get a free gift that I have for them. It's a, a 10 minute audio where they have two minutes in that audio where they actually allow them to access this place where they can unlock things for themselves. The website for that is yourdnagift.com. And they can go find me on social media, Dr. Sharon Serta. Thank you so much for spending the afternoon with us. Thank you, Lynn. And thank you to your listeners. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. If you love helping others, then please share this via social media with your friends and family. If you found value in it, they will too. Also, if you have questions, I'm here for you. You can email questions to thecosmicvalkyrie at gmail.com. I may even use one of your questions for future podcast episodes. And finally, I do have a personal request. I believe that we're all here to help each other heal, grow, and evolve. So if you would please leave a nice review on iTunes, I would be forever grateful and together we could transform more lives.